Lockdown Chronicles. Yeah, fully, uh, fully submerged in lockdown again, unfortunately. This time with actual coronavirus, which kind of makes it less frustrating. Last time it was just very frustrating because there just wasn't actually a virus in Da Nang. And I was just very... <laughs> Like, ah, oh, this is so. It was kind of the boy quite wolf syndrome. That sort of felt like it was like, look, this fucking virus is going to get here someday, and we need to be prepared for it. If you, like, you know, keep screaming virus when there is no virus, when it does get here, people aren't going to take it seriously. So, yeah, that's quite frustrating, but that's just an aside. Yeah. I do kind of feel like. You kind of feel like I lived the shit out of it for the last few months. Like, I was very aware of how privileged I was, or we were, living our life here in Vietnam, when the rest of the world was just in turmoil. It was just business as usual, but it was just like, it was like it was my job to cram as much stuff into my day as possible. Because, you know, make hay while the sun shines and all that. I mean, it was just like... It was like, wake up, coffee, gym, home, work, swim, pub quiz, open mic, play pool. This was like all day long. Just like, like ordinarily people would like, might do one of those things uh, as their leisure time. But I was just like cramming all of my leisure time in as a full-time job. Because that's just what I felt like. I was almost like, like when I was, I wasn't stressed, but like when you kind of, like it almost kind of tapped into a, level of stress that you would associate with it being a full-time job trying to do all of those activities at once <laughs> so i was supposed to say going from that to effectively being housebound uh yeah just being like being a single man who just wanders around his one bedroom studio apartment all day like you know life is for living i do strongly believe that and you know when you're prevented from living your life it's just like now, I'm not going to argue that it shouldn't be the case, but the reality is there. It's very uh, it's counterintuitive, I suppose, is the word. Just got back from an, an evening stroll. kind of feel like I need to kind of do everything under the radar. It always feels like you're breaking the law here. Like, I'm just... It's like, no, I'm just... I'm just Doing, uh, so it's like when you go into school on Colors Day and you forget that it's Colors Day and you're just wearing your uniform. And I was like, ah, look at him. And you're like, no, this is this is just what I do. Like this is this is normal. What you are doing is different. Yeah, it's kind of like that when you just go out for a walk and like you dare I say not wear your face mask when you're like not near anyone and just kind of taking in the sea air. Such a surreal concept that actual like if you're not lucky enough to own a balcony then or you know have access to a balcony then yeah pretty much you're not allowed fresh air anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the streets are dead. Like it's just I suppose eerie is the only word for it. It's just kind of like a nighttime stroll in the city. It's just you and the rats like the only ones the only ones making any sort of commotion or just like you can hear you can hear your footsteps from miles off it reminds me of like watching those old kind of batman cartoons those kind of those eerie streets of gotham in the 80s yeah it's quite a quite surreal i suppose so what does my day look like now 
Well, it's not that exciting. I kind of have, or up until this point, I had like three moderate streams of income. Uh, my first one being working in the language center, teaching kids from half five to seven most days. But like, you know, an hour and a half a day is a piece of piss. Even though you're in a classroom for an hour and a half, but like it's still, you know, if that's if that's a working day, <laughs> you're doing pretty fucking well. Cambly, just teaching online, which I'll get back to, and then kind of playing music in bars and stuff. So I'll add those kind of three streams of income. And, of course, the schools are closed, the language centres are closed, the bars are closed, which means that there's no music. So I pretty much only have Cambly. Which, uh, what is Cambly? Cambly is like a very informal English tutorial service. Whereas you can pretty much go on it when you want. And people will just randomly call you and you have a chat with them. Yeah, you just have a chat. Like, you don't have to prepare anything. There's no material. And you just kind of just shoot the breeze with them. It's really old. Coronavirus comes in pretty handy. It's like, oh, yeah, so uh, here's the situation. Vietnam, just lash off your usual introductory spiel. And then ask them what the situation is like in their country. And, yeah, so it goes. So that's pretty much the only thing thing or the only kind of thing I have to do apart from other little things that we all have to do so I did kind of have a little sit down and go like all right last time I was really irritated with this lockdown I need to do things differently what, what did I do wrong last time and what would I like to do more of this time so now I kind of get up don't get up that early half 10 11 have like a black coffee no sugar and that's probably the best I feel all day just that kind of like yeah Let's fucking do this shit. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I don't actually have that much stuff to do. I just kind of, yeah, it's kind of like loiter around my gaff with my laptop, waiting on kind of middle-aged lads from Saudi Arabia to ring me. Chat to them pretty casually. Answer sometimes, don't answer other times. Answer kind of like, I have like a, a little, a little thing that covers the camera on my on my laptop and we just don't like to look at them i just don't talk to them it's like ah uh, not to be too fucking discriminatory but like i mean there's only so many hour-long conversations you can have with middle-aged south korean housewives it's just like there's nothing in common with them <laughs> you do it once or twice but when you're doing that regularly like jesus this is really hard work definitely don't get paid enough for this once you get paid case you get paid like 10 us dollars an hour US dollars on the slide. Ten dollars is not a lot of money. But it is a lot of money over here. That's the difference. I've recently cracked the system in such a way that I've actually worked out how to take that money out without opening a, a bank account, which is another pain in the balls. So I spend most of my day just kinda on my laptop receiving those calls. Mexicans, Japanese, quite like a Japanese. It was to pick a like a a, a nationality. I could only get calls off. I would go for the Japanese. Chinese can be tough. A lot of the time they cover their camera because they're just shy. A lot of women will cover their camera, especially the kind of the Muslim women and kind of the from the Saudi countries. Sometimes they'll just throw their kids on. So like you kind of you have a look and I was like, if it's some six-year-old being instructed by his dad, fucking screaming at him in Arabic, it's like yeah, definitely not talking to this kid. Yeah, they're not supposed to be on. I'm supposed I'm supposed to teach advanced level adults not six-year-olds <laughs> like read my fucking blurb 
still trying to eat well, which is kind of like cooking up a big bowl of porridge with loads of fucking seeds and shit in it and cinnamon and then smash a protein shake. Although, yeah, Operation Get Ripped is hit yet another obstacle in that the fucking gyms are closed and we're not allowed outside. That is quite detrimental to my uh, fucking Operation Get Ripped, as I'm sure you'll agree. Saddest part of the day is like four through to six which is like the evening time where the sun's kind of going down it's usually when i'd go for a swim or uh you yeah i'd usually always get down to like one of the beach bars and go for a swim and meet people or whatever but obviously can't do that now but it's it's just sad in that like it's we're conditioned as irish people to be like you know the sun's shining it's a beautiful day go out there and make the most of it Obviously, that, like you know, it's it's like that a lot over here. In fact, you know, it's too hot during the day. You're you're happy to be indoors when it's that hot. But with the evening time when it's not that hot and the sun's going down and you live beside the sea, like you really, really should be out in that. Like I mean, it's again so counterintuitive to just prevent yourself from going outside because you're just not allowed outside. You're just like the beach is all cordoned off and there's security guards really irritating you waving you off the footpath not even the beach walk waving you off the footpath beside the beach onto the road they're ushering people onto a really busy road and you're like are you serious like i mean the whole point is to keep people safe and you're actively pushing people oh man it's just it's just so infuriating that's the problem like i kind of i feel like where most people would experience frustration i experience anger or even rage i just get enraged at the the, the, the situation i suppose less so now because we do actually have the virus here as i say but i just find myself in a, a at least in a, a state of irritation heightened irritation you know, oh, come on this is fucking ridiculous i do have that like I'm not saying that's right i'm just saying that's what i'm feeling quite often this is one of the mistakes i made last time in lockdown i just need to not go out at that time of the day i just need to stay in because I'll just be in, I'll be out walking, yes, but it's just not, it's not when you're supposed to exercise. I try and go out, like, after dark, um, where there's less people around. Well, well, there's nobody around, but there's no fucking security guards pretty much telling you to go home. Like, so you can go down and do some exercise. You can do, like, they have those outdoor gyms, but you can do, you can still do some good exercise. You can go for a run, I suppose. You can, um, you know, do fucking pull-ups and chin-ups and... They're the same things. Pull-ups and... Well, pull-ups and chin-ups are different, sorry. And then push-ups and dips. And, like, you, you have, like, the bars down by the beach. And I've kind of learned some good exercises that you can do uh, just to keep yourself ticking over. But for the most part, the whole gym situation has just gone out the window, really. Then I might come home and then I'll probably just do another couple of hours of, like, taking calls. Like, six-minute calls, 15-minute calls, one-hour-long calls. Uh, dealing with kind of uh, issues with, uh, you know, uh, technologies and just phone hang-ups and, you know, issues and, you know, repetitive conversations and bad lines. And it's all just like, yeah, I just need to get your just get your minutes up. Just let your minutes tick away. You do have some good conversations. I did have some regular students. Uh, I've actually dried up now a little bit. I had this Mexican guy I was talking to a couple of times a week middle-aged guy attorney really interesting guy did all the talking that's what you want 
when you're talking to someone online in a teaching capacity. You just want them to do all the talking. You're just like, yep. Yeah, no way. And why do you think that? Yeah. Yeah, and some people say this. What do you think about that? <laughs> just just on autopilot. Just gave me the whole fucking history of Mexico up until 2020. <laughs> Described the geography of the city in immense detail. It's like, ah, this guy's great. But yeah, he's gone now. Felipe. Yeah. Need more of them. Ah, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's not too bad, but it's just, uh, it's just that it's it's quite far removed from the lifestyle I'm accustomed to. Yeah.